Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. What are we afraid of? We're afraid of dying. The Christian is to never to be afraid of dying. Why? Here's the thing. We're so concerned about our health, but we're letting our souls go straight to hell. We're washing our hands while our souls are filthy. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. Galatians 2, verse 20. This is a thrilling verse. It sounds like a contradiction. It's not. My old self has been crucified with Christ. The day I came to know Jesus, I found out that he died for me. And I didn't want to live for me anymore. It's no longer I who live but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Want to read this backwards? This is how this works. Because the Son of God loves me and gave himself for me, I don't trust in myself. I trust in him. He's proven himself trustworthy. And for that matter, I want to live for him completely. And regarding my past, I want it dead. I don't want anything to do with that. So church, mark this down if you would. Verses 12 to 14, wanted, dead, and alive at the same time is the way our God works. We are pronounced dead on arrival is our first argument. According to the Bible, Psalm 51, verse 5, the Bible says, Behold, David is speaking, I was brought forth in iniquity. And in sin, my mother conceived me. He's not, be, he's not bashing his mom. Listen to what David is saying. He's saying, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity. David was saying, King David was announcing, even when I was inside my mom, the, tr- the theological truth is I was a sinner. You say, how can that be? He didn't commit any sin. He wasn't in there like graffitiing his mother's... He wasn't etching as David was here. (laughs) He wasn't doing that. And then when it says that, and in sin my mother conceived me, he's not saying that his mother was some woman of the night. He's saying even in a loving relationship when a baby's conceived, the, the sin factor is still there. What are we talking about? This is one of the foundational verses to what is known as original sin. Do you know it's in us? And this is quite thrilling. Watch this. Hopefully you'll get this. We're going to learn about the law, that God gave the law to expose to us how bad we needed him because the law is perfect and we're not. Okay? You say, yeah, but... Before Moses brought the law, who was guilty of sin? Human race was ever since Adam. Yeah, but there was no law. Good question. You're arguing the point perfectly. 
we are sons and daughters of Adam. Even without the Ten Commandments, we have Adam's DNA in us. We have in us, in fact, a baby, listen, a baby dies. Why? What sin is the baby guilty of? Any sin? What sin did the baby commit? And the baby dies at two weeks old after birth. What? The baby died? The Bible says that death comes from sin. But the baby didn't commit any sin. Why'd the baby die? It's a good question. The baby was related to Adam. You may have a little baby in your life. Cute little things. Right? And they get to some age. I don't know what it is. It differs. One, one and a half, two. Definitely two. <laughs> and they're, they're lying to you. Where, where's this? I don't know. Did you just do that? I didn't. Well, there's nobody else in the room. I don't know how it got like that. <laughs> right? You didn't teach them that. And they don't even know the Ten Commandments. They don't even know it says thou shalt not lie. <laughs> Steal or murder. They don't know that, but they do it. Why do they do it? Because Adam's DNA is in them, spiritually speaking. You and I teach our kids how to do good. We do not need to teach them how to do bad. Why? Proof that they are sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. You see, you mentioned Eve, but there's no Eve in the narrative. I haven't read a thing about Eve. It's true. Eve's not in the story because Adam's the one that's in trouble here. And you need to know the reason why. Do you remember the serpent? Satan speaks to Eve and he deceives her and she sins. Adam didn't sin. Listen carefully. Adam never sinned. He did something worse. Sin is to miss the mark. If you sin, you miss the mark. Adam lied to Eve. Eve fell for the pitch and she went for it and she missed the mark. Adam sins or Adam comes into the story later. Eve shows him what she's done. Adam, the Bible tells you in the New Testament, didn't sin. He transgressed. That's way worse. When you tell your kid, now don't go past this line, okay? You guys are going to have a great time, but don't go past this line. And your kids are having a great time, and one loses a oh, and crosses the line. I'm sorry, I crossed the line. All right, don't do it again. Okay. He sinned. When you say, hey, you guys have a great time, don't cross this line. Who are you to tell me about crossing this line? Says Adam. What, this line right here? You don't want me to cross this line? You mean this line right here? That's called transgression. Adam looked at Eve. He looked at God. He looked at Eve. He looked at God. And Adam bit in. He chose to go with her. It's very romantic. But it's messed things up royally. <laughs> we see that death is sin's great witness Death is sin's great witness. Therefore, just as through one man, sin entered the world. Listen to this. And death through sin. And thus death spread to all men because all sinned. Mark this down. The great witness, if sin is real or not, is the fact of death. Vice versa. 
How do you know that sin is real because of death? If you are a biologist in here, a chemist, you know that every seven years, the human body, your human body, mine, tries to reboot itself in its metabolism. It's trying to do new life again. But it fails every time it tries. Every, basically every seven years. Your body tries to reboot itself. It's like it's struggling. If your body could talk to you about itself, it would say, something's wrong. My liver, my heart, my lungs were built forever. They could last forever. Something's wrong. I'm dying. And the Bible says that's because of sin. The moment sin came into the world, death came into the world. Adam and Eve bit into the fruit and God said, the day that you eat of it, you'll die. Well, they lived 900 years plus. They didn't die. Oh, yes, they did. They died instantly, spiritually. The inside of them, so to speak, just shriveled away and died. And we've been born dead, as it were, on arrival, spiritually speaking. That's why Jesus says you need to be born again. But it's remarkable to me. Look at the word through. The word means on account of, because of another. Therefore, just as through one man, that is Adam, Adam's sin has been passed through all of us even though we never met him. That word means the consequences of as a conduit and by transfer being passed down the line, as it were, from generation to generation. Death is sin's great witness. The word sin right here means to miss that target. It means to miss the mark. It's taken from the Olympic Games. It wasn't offensive in its original context where an archer would be at the Olympic Games back in Greece 2,000 years ago. They would shoot an arrow. They'd miss the target and the judge would yell back, sinner! The guy didn't cry. He didn't start sucking his thumb. He just got another arrow and tried again. It wasn't an insult. The Bible's communicating to us that every single one of us have missed perfection. We're not perfect. Why is that the case? Because there's sin in the world and sin in our lives. And so death holds man captive. And then look at the word entered. Therefore, just as through one man, sin entered the world. This is a, this word, look at it on the screen. It's kind of creepy. So sin entered the world. And the Bible says when that happened, death came. So we'll end with this because we're out of time. Is the word means to go into insertion, penetrate, to come inside of, to invade, watch this, or to invite in the invader. When I read that, you know what I thought about? Um, remember the Trojan horse in the war? It was a gift. Here, we're at war with you, but here's a big gift. It's a gigantic horse with wheels on it. Can you imagine? Oh, thank you very much. And they pull it into town. They pull it in behind the gates of the city. <laughs> right, they pull it in. Isn't that nice? Our enemies just gave us this big, big horse. Let's go to bed. 
So they go to sleep, and in the middle of the night, the belly of it opens up, and all the enemy warriors come out. They invited the invaders in. And by the way, that's how sin works. It invades. It invades in ideas. It invades in concepts. Today, we live in a world where it's invading into our home. The invasion is on our screens. It's on our apps. The invasion comes. But I, I want to leave you with this. It's not just America. I know it feels like it, and we hear so much about this, but it's globally right now. It's happening everywhere. Death is sin's great witness. I'm being sarcastic right now. If the Bible's true. If the Bible's true. And people die because of sin. Then what's being done about it? Truly, we want to live. But do we really care to live, really? Do we, honestly, do we really want to be careful enough in our lives to live? Then if it's true, we're going to have to look below the surface. This is a very amazing moment right now. What are we watching in the news? About so much stuff, so many lies. You need to get a vaccine for monkeypox. No, I don't, because I don't do the things that generates monkeypox. And then they tell us some children have monkeypox. Why don't you tell us what homes the children came out of and what happened to them? Why not? Oh, the numbers are up. Come on in for another boost. Wait a minute. Let's be honest. Is LA masking up again? They're going to mask. When's, when's election day? They'll, it'll, be, it'll, be maxed, it'll be masked up until the first week of November. Then the mask will suddenly go away. Here's the deal. Why? Why get boosted? Why get vaccinated? Why wear the mask? Why social distance? Why, let's be honest, why even wash our hands, if you think about it? I mean, I'm going to wash my hands, and I expect you to wash your hands too. And if any guy's using the guy's bathroom and doesn't wash his hands, then we're going to tackle you. No. no, but you know, you should always wash your hands anyway. But I'm being very sarcastic to make this point. What are you afraid of? You can get sick. Who cares? Listen, so what? We're all going to get sick. Don't talk like that. You know, that's where we are. We are living like this now. We should get gigantic crosses and wear them around our neck with garlic and have holy water. Oh my gosh. I'm being sarcastic. What are we afraid of? We're afraid of dying. The Christian is to never to be afraid of dying. Why? I don't know how this is going to go. Southern California pastor uh, incites people to lick each other's faces. <laughs> no. 
What I'm saying is, this is my point. Wash your hands, be safe. If you're sick, stay home for crying out loud. Mom taught us that thousands of years ago. Here's the thing. We're so concerned about our health, but we're letting our souls go straight to hell. We're washing our hands while our souls are filthy. Put on a mask. Where's the mask for the soul? Where's the mask for your spirit? When you drop dead, listen, when your body's dead, something's gonna kill you. It's going to happen. Don't talk like that. You're gonna pay taxes and you're gonna die. In that order. People don't wanna hear the reality of it all. What do I do? Your soul will live forever. The Bible says in heaven or in hell. No washing of the hands, no vax, no mask is gonna prevent your soul from entering eternity. You can get ready all you want, God bless you. You do that, you wanna live in a bubble? That's, that's America, do it. But listen, there's no bubble for your soul. There's only the blood of Jesus Christ, my friend. Only his blood will set you free. This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener-supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Real life, hey.